The VPM Daily Newscast is sponsored by Kanawa Capital Management. Your financial life is unique, complex, and dynamic. Kanawa Capital Management's team of credentialed professionals has been helping its clients build wealth and confidence through personalized planning and informed investing since 1989. Learn more at cancap.com. That's K-A-N-C-A-P.com. You're listening to the VPM Daily Newscast, the recap of today's top stories in Central Virginia. From the VPM Newsroom in Charlottesville, I'm Megan Moore. Criminal justice advocates and Democrats are doubling down on calls for a federal investigation into the removal of 3,400 voters from Virginia's rolls. At a rally on Wednesday, organizer Sheba Williams with the group No Left Turns said the issue, which involves people with felony convictions, specifically affects Black voters. In an interview, Williams said a federal investigation would clarify what happened. So we need to know exactly what happened and how to avoid this in the future. We need somebody to investigate who is not um, uh, a stakeholder, who is not involved in this. We just want to know what the process is and why people were removed to make sure that it doesn't happen in the future. Democrats who represent Virginia in Congress have also called for the Department of Justice to investigate the purge twice. The DOJ declined to comment on Wednesday. Governor Glenn Youngkin has asked the state's inspector general to look into the issue, which was first reported by VPM News. The Local Initiative Support Corporation is matching a $50 million investment over the next five years from the city of Richmond to fund local housing projects. This investment comes after Mayor LeVar Stoney and city council members declared a housing crisis in Richmond during March, according to Richmond BizSense. The matching funds will help with loans for development or rehabilitation of multi-unit rental properties, a developer training program, and low-income tax credits. Stoney says LISC will also work on obtaining additional funding. New electric poles are going up around Dominion Energy's service area. The company is hardening its grid, part of a multi-year grid transformation plan to improve the resilience of Dominion's infrastructure. Patrick Larson with VPM News reports. The sun shines on line workers high above a South Richmond alley as they work on installing a new electric pole. It's noticeably more robust than the old one, which leans at an angle a few feet away. They'll repeat this process dozens of times. That's Aaron Tickle, Dominion's manager of grid resiliency. He says grid hardening projects like this target areas that have more frequent power outages than the grid average. If we can protect the poles from breaking, then you, in effect, uh, shorten the overall duration of the restoration event. And that really benefits everybody on the system. This work is just one part of Dominion's overall grid transformation plan, which seeks to make the company's electric grid more reliable and secure and flexible for the growth of distributed renewable energy sources. Ratepayer advocates and environmentalists have criticized the project over concerns with long-term planning for renewable sources and cost. So far, state regulators have approved about $1.9 billion of work, mostly covered by ratepayers. Patrick Larson, VPM News. I am a lineman for the county, and I drive the main We should disclose that Dominion Energy is a VPM donor. The Virginia State Trails Office is hosting regional meetings to offer updates on the statewide trails plan. A virtual town hall is set for 6 p.m. on Thursday for people in the eastern portion of the Commonwealth, according to the Trails Office. Developing the plan will include an assessment of already available multi-use trails, 
finding gaps in those trails, identifying next steps, and taking feedback from residents. For more information, visit virginiadot.org and click the Programs tab. Suburban women are likely to cast votes that decide which party controls the Virginia General Assembly next year. Ryan Murphy with partner station WHRO News explores why these women dictate some of the most competitive races. The back-and-forth political preferences in Virginia's suburban communities have been powered by white women who are usually moderate conservatives. For example, Virginia Beach voted for Democratic President Joe Biden in 2020. A year later, the city picked Republican Glenn Youngkin for governor. Leslie Coggle researches female voters at Virginia Wesleyan University. This voting group seems much more likely to say, I'm going to buck my party here. My values, my fundamental like underlying values haven't changed, but I don't think this Republican Party is capturing my conservatism. Both parties want to woo female voters this year by focusing on topics that women tell pollsters they're worried about, like education and abortion. But Coggle says those female voters will ditch a party if they don't like the issues candidates are focused on or the rhetoric politicians use. That was Ryan Murphy with partner station WHRO News. Two people incarcerated at the Greensville Correctional Center in Greensville County have died in the span of three days. The deaths, on Saturday and Monday, are being investigated according to WRIC. A Correctional Center employee was also found dead in a parked car at the facility in early October. Another in-custody death at the facility earlier last month was said to be the fourth death at Greensville this year. This has been the VPM Daily Newscast. Some of these stories may have changed since the newscast was recorded. You can stay connected to what matters by heading to vpm.org news or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at MyVPM. VPM. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.